Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. <laughs> Gone with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. I'm Mr. Snow Miser. I'm Mr. Cold. Yes. And then there was I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. 110, right? Yes. That's probably not the correct lyrics. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Santa Claus. Over here on the right is my elf. Do you like that? Was that a, a decent... No. Me- okay, what no. is your actual name? Well, I would be Mama Claus. See, I was going to say, I would go with something dealing with Claus. As you probably could figure out, this is our first of what will be two Christmas shows. We do this because... At Christmas time, radio people don't want to work just like you don't want to work. So you need shows. We have this show out there, and I think we've been in 30-something states because of the Christmas shows, which is kind of wonderful. So next week, we have another Christmas show for you. But this week, we have this one. I'm going to put you on the, on the, the hot seat here for a second. Do it. Usually on Thanksgiving, now obviously we're well past Thanksgiving, but usually on Thanksgiving it's become kind of a tradition to play your favorite Christmas movie after the eating and the sun has gone down. What would be the Christmas movie, because it it ties into our topic, what would be the Christmas movie that you would play the night of Thanksgiving? Oh, National Lampoon's. Oh, really? Christmas Vacation? Yes. Is it? Okay, see, I wouldn't do that. Oh. I would play Fred Claus. I know. I know. I can I can feel you judging me. Oh, yeah. Paul Giamatti is a wonderful Santa Claus, and Vince Vaughn is playing Vince Vaughn like he plays in each one of them. I know. Yeah. At least it was an elf. Am I the only human being in the physical world that dislikes the movie Elf. Uh, I think so. I think there's got to be like a, a Reddit subreddit I, of all of us that just talk about how much we hate Elf. I wish I had an Adam Sandler movie that I loved for Christmas. I just don't. Jack and Jill. <gasps> Jack and Jill. There you go. You know what? Jack and Jill. Maybe that would have to be it. I love that one. It may be his worst movie, but if you're a fan of movies, watching the worst movie possible is as great as watching the best movie possible. Uh, Yes, it is. I mean, you can only watch Citizen Kane so many times, but Jack and Jill is so horrible, it's good. Uh You ever uh screwed up so bad that it may have helped? Yeah, well, that's where we are. Hey, look, we are talking about Christmas, and because you may have noticed, we are talking about the idea of uh, movies at Christmas. What I have here is a list that I've culled from three or four different places where I have the best songs from Christmas movies. Now, you said Christmas Vacation. 
Uh-huh. There's a there's a, a gorgeous song from Fred Claus, and I may end the show with it. But you mentioned Christmas Vacation. That's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, 1983, and the opening song was Christmas Vacation by Darlene Love. Yeah, it so was great. That's where we're going to start. I not only have a bunch of Christmas movies and the best songs from them, but I have the top ten most evil. Christmas movies because you are a Krampus kind of person and I will before the end of this show explain to you why Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Yes it is. No it isn't. That's, I'm sorry, there's only one problem with your argument. It's right. No, you're wrong, oh. period. There you go, Darlene Love, Christmas Vacation. Hey, Mary Mary, listen to this. It's Christmas when they come out here on Rock School. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. Hear that sleigh. Feel the magic in the air. Let the spirit of the season carry us away. You'll hit the rain for Christmas vacation. Find the love, the love, and ho, ho, ho. Ah, hip, hip, hooray for Christmas vacation. Yes. I gotta be honest with you, that is not. I brought it because I know you love the film, uh-huh. but that is not the film that I was positive you were going to say. Now, now don't say it because I'm going to, first of all, explain why Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Then we're going to talk about what I was positive was going to, I'll bet you know what it is already. I think I do. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you get all wrapped up in the characters, it's like the walking dead is making your way into Christmas and right? you know what I'm talking about. So, all right, die hard. I got into a, an academic discussion online because I, I wrote something like <clears throat> pulls out soapbox. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And I think I think it, it, it stayed civil. The first person said, you shut your stinking mouth. <laughs> you, you see. All right, here's the situation. Die Hard is a movie that takes place at Christmas, but it isn't a Christmas movie. But why, Joe? No, 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 no. If you take Christmas out of of the movie. Uh-huh. It's still an excellent action figure. Oh, but they had to be at the Nakanimi Tower. I'm probably not saying that correctly. But they had to be there and we had to watch Professor Snipe fall off the top of the uh-huh. off of the building. Right. But you see, they had to be there when nothing was going on. That's a perfect Christmas movie, right? Couldn't it also have been at Thanksgiving? Couldn't it also have been at Easter? Couldn't it also have been at New Year's? Uh Every one of them would have worked. And furthermore, there have been, I think, 74 diehard films following it. Yeah. None of them take place at Christmas. They didn't need another Christmas movie. They already made one. It's not a Christmas movie. If you take the Christmas out of a movie Uh and the movie still works, Uh it's not a Christmas movie. Imagine my most hated Christmas movie, Elf. 
Oh. If you took the Christmas out of it, is there even a movie there? There is nothing no, there. No, of course not. There's snow. My favorite Christmas movie, yes. Fred Claus. Again, if you took the Christmas out of it, there wouldn't be a movie. Aww. Which is why Die Hard, hey, don't get me wrong. I love it. And when it comes on TV at Christmas, I watch it because I want to watch Snipe fall. And I want to tell everyone in the room, you know, they made him drop without telling him he was going to drop. So that's why his face looks the way it does. And everybody turns to me and goes, shut up, IMDB person. That's right. Right. But that that's my thought process. If I am wrong, you can write to me or you can just sit and reassess your existence and go, oh, my gosh, he's he's right. He's absolutely right. My life has been a lie. My God, you have an audience to tell that you're right. I do. Now, here, look. I did not think you were going to choose that that the 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 the, the Christmas vacation. We're yeah. all going to be the happiest bunch of blank holes um, singing Mary what have you. You're goofy. Don't cheese me off, Al. Uh, Earl. I thought you were going to choose another, a British film. Right. What would that be? Oh, Love Actually. That's right. And by the way, if you have not seen Love Actually, it is indeed a Christmas movie. If you pulled the Christmas out of it, it wouldn't work. It's basically, what, five, six different stories going on all at the same time? Yeah. And if you sit there, fellas, and you think, I don't want to watch that, man. It's a, you know, it's a chick flick. It's a rom-com. Yes and yes. But lots of cursing, lots of nudity. Make a point of saying to your girl, hey, I'd love to watch Love Actually. Yes. And it's funny. It, it is. It's actually funny. It, hey, it's not a first date movie, though. No, it's not. It's embarrassing. The two people who are stand-ins for the pornography set. Yeah. Huh? If you haven't seen it, that makes you want to watch it now, don't it? What was the song that you would have played from Love Actually? Love is all around us. Except that's not how he sings it. How does he sing it? Christmas is all around us. That's right. So they took the Trog song and they took love and they stuck it into two different syllables. And there's an entire subplot of him trying to be the Christmas number one against some smarmy boy band and people fall in love with him. I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it, I don't care if you're a guy. I don't want to see a rom-com. This <laughs> is a great film. But is it a is that a Christmas song? Yes. Because I mean he he put Christmas in it, that's right? That's right. That's right. But if you take it out, it's it, not a Christmas song. Well, that's right, but why would you take Christmas out? Why would you take it out of Die Hard? No, no, no. There's no some nah. Bruce Willis doesn't stop in the middle of going nah. after Professor Snipe and start to Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas. He doesn't do that. Bah humbug. Oh, shut up. Here you go. Love Actually. Oh. Richard Curtis and Reg Presley wrote the original and Bill Knighton. He's the one that's singing it here on Rockstar.
Christmas is all around us. That's a great bit. Again, if you haven't seen the movie, please, please, please go do it. Oh, by the way, let me ask you a few. See if you can come up with the best song from it. How about You're a Mean One? Mr. Grinch. That's how the Grinch stole Christmas, 1966. Do you know who sang the song? I will give you $10 million if you can tell me. Is it, was it Burl Ives? Oh, you're so close. Thurl Ravenscroft. Huh? Mm. He's also the original Tony the Tiger. It's okay. Uh, Boris Karloff was the voice of the Grinch in the TV show, but most people would think Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. He tried it in 2000. I think the original music is better, but I honest to goodness believe the Jim Carrey movie is better than the original. Mm -hmm. The only thing that bugs me is why when we make a movie out of a TV show do we have to have some terrible backstory? Why couldn't he have just been a Grinch? Because... He's, it's like Oscar the Grouch. If you do a Sesame Street movie, are we going to find out that Oscar the Grouch was adopted and and because of that it was terrible? That's where and, it all went wrong. I don't know. How about this one? Mm-hmm. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964. Yes, love that. What What do you think? Uh, that's the Burl Ives, isn't it? Oh, you think so? Yeah. I, I If I was to suggest something, I would do, There's always tomorrow. Yeah, I thought that was was wonderful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, before we play our next song, which, by the way, I think is maybe one of the greatest Christmas songs ever written. I absolutely adore it. Steve Vai did a version of it, but it started as a Vince Guaraldi uh, song, uh, basically for piano and a company. Now it's not Linus and Lucy. It's not bum 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 bum. But you can probably pick it out what it is right now. I just wanted to point out that if we get a little silly towards the end, usually when we record the show, we have a, an adult drink. But I next to never drink uh, hard liquor. Uh huh. However, I do have the cinnamon whiskey here with me today. No, it's not Fireball. Oh, shame I'm, on you I'm people. I'm not a 21-year-old sorority chick. Oh. No, so this is another one. It's really good. And I'll be honest with you, I wanted to get Mary, and it's it's getting me there. Oh-wee. A Charlie Brown Christmas 1965. Hey, Joe, that's not a movie. No, it's not. It's a Chris, or it's a, yeah, it's a television show, but you know what? Mm-hmm. My show, Christmas time is here. I just think it's the one Show. If you're my age, you identified with Charlie Brown so bad. He had friends. He was on a team. But still, he was sort of the butt of all the jokes. So sad. It. I don't think it is sad. I really? Think, no, I don't. I think a little bit of bullying, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, pushes you harder later in life. You, you can either collapse or you can define yourself by it. I, I don't. I really wasn't bullied at all, but if you are, it usually is the thing that turns you, and I think that's what Charles Schultz was trying to say. Really? Charlie Brown is the lovable loser who later in life will become the success. Nice. That's what Joe thinks. Wow. Merry Christmas from the Rock School Radio Show.
into the first break. Let's take the breaks and let's talk about the 10 most evil Christmas movies. Now, I got these from Screen Rant, but I answered the call and added a few of my own. It's a Wonderful Life. Do you consider that an evil Christmas movie? It's Hello, Bradford Falls. Do you agree with me there? Uh, it is. It's not pleasant to me. No, it's not because there's nothing like a good old fashioned jump off the bridge suicide to bring me into the spirit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There's another one. This is one of mine. Joya Noel. It talks about the Christmas truce of 1914, where German, French, and Scottish soldiers decided to stop fighting each other in World War One. And have a celebration in the trenches. Yeah. Now, you think to yourself, oh, how wonderful. Oh, it is. Except when their little soccer game was over, they shook hands and went back to the trenches and then killed each other the next day. Wow. Okay. That's one of those things where you watch a movie and you already know the end, like Titanic. Uh Uh-huh. The the thing's going down. Did the boat go down? It did. I don't want to give away the film, but yeah, the boat sinks at the end of Titanic. And you think, well, Jack and what's-her-name are going to get together completely. Here's the problem. Um, This is just my opinion. Jack never existed. Rose, right? Rose was in this horrendous relationship with whomever the guy's name was. Uh, I can't think of the character's name, but she was just put down and all of that. And what she did is she went down below and she she hung out with all the Irish and Scottish people, which is me, which means we're the fun people. Uh And uh, she made up this guy, Jack. That's a better story. It is. If you've never seen it, the ref... You know what I'm talking about? I do. Oh, that's it's a Christmas film, but blah, 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 blah. Edward Scissorhands. It's a modern day Frankenstein. It was uh-huh. only a matter of time. You knew this guy was going to use these scissor hands yeah. to to hurt someone. Yeah. And the moment he hurts someone, now all of a sudden we've got the pitchforks and burning stakes. Let's go to the castle and kill the beast. Ooh. Right, right, Gaston. Uh, the, 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 the Batman Returns. That's the Michael Keaton Batman with Danny DeVito as the Penguin, who was, by the way, spectacular. Michelle Pfeiffer mm-hmm. was really good as Catwoman. I think that's one of the one of the Batmen that, and I think this is common. I think the villains are better than the Batmen. The Joker, yeah, with the uh, Heath. Why can't I come up with the rest of his name? But yeah, he won the Oscar for it, right? He was the 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 villains are a better part in any Batman story. Heath Ledger, yes, they're a better part, and True. Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer just were excellent. When Pfeiffer stops in full costume, looks at the three guys she's about to beat the living schnook out of, and goes. Meow. Oh, it's so good. Um, and I'll give you one more before I move along. Gremlins, which which has always driven me crazy. Why? Well, because what's the rule? Don't get water on them. Okay. But then we see the kid feeding it food and water. Water. I never watched that at Christmas. Then furthermore, well, it takes place at Christmas. I don't know that it's a Christmas movie, but it takes place at Christmas. The thing is, he, the the grandfather, buys the kid this gremlin for a present. 
That's one thing. Don't get it wet, okay? Right. The other thing is don't feed it after midnight. Name a time during the 24-hour period that's not after midnight. Right. I'm looking at the clock right now. It's 11.39 a.m. right now when we're recording this. Isn't that after midnight? I love that movie. Let's say it's 8.30 at night. Isn't that after midnight? It is. Let's say it's 11 o'clock. Oh, shut up. In an hour, the next day starts. Isn't that after midnight? After midnight. We're going to let it all hang out. Hey, who's listening to the Christmas show? KFOK, Sacramento, California. Beautiful. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, Tammy, I'm going to throw you a couple movies. You tell me what the Christmas song is in these two films. Oh, dear. Ready, ready, ready? Uh? Meet Me in St. Louis, 1944, Judy Garland sings the song. You out there as well. Scream at your radio. Scream at your uh, Judy Garland pod. sings the song. Sings the song. Uh, Meet can, me in St. Louis. I, I can see her. She does it at that dance, right? That's, that's exactly right. Oh, I know help you know me, the help movie. Help me, help me. Have yourself um, a merry little, little Christmas. Christmas. Okay, there's no way you're going to get this. Okay. 1951, The Lemon Drop Kid. Song was written by Jay Livingston, Ray Evans, sung by Bob Hope and Marilyn Maxwell. Oh, White Christmas. No, Silver Bells. Oh. The Corner Santa Claus. Want me to do another one for you? Okay. Oh, you'll get this one. 1942, Holiday Inn. Oh, written... that's White Christmas. There you go. I knew you could do it. Yeah, go ahead. Beautiful. Say the song again. I cut you off. I mean, no, the, the say, movie. White Christmas. Holiday Inn was the name of the film written by Irving Berlin sung by Bing Crosby and can you do it I know you can see her in your head we've watched this movie so many times she's got the greatest legs oh, in the yeah. world yeah help me Marjorie Reynolds oh Marjorie my god Reynolds. now let me can I say something of course you can it's it's a podcast <laughs> go ahead that is the greatest feeling uh christmas movie i that that's out there oh do you think so it's better than fred claus my god yes when when they when they gather all the troops yeah oh yeah and they're sitting there oh my god and they they show you exactly what in your head christmas is supposed to look like they tried that with it's a wonderful life when the brother comes home from the war. Yeah. It didn't work, though, because you just, you know, let's go get the banker, you know? Or Boulder Dash. Poppycock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eh, it didn't work. Well, I can tell you, I just watched the uh, Lindsay Lohan movie. Really? What was it? it? Was it was it Lifetime or was it Hallmark? No, it was Netflix. Really? Yes. Wow. Was it? We loved it. Who's we? I wasn't there. No, my daughter and I loved oh, it. Oh, Isla Grace and you. It, okay. And it was very hallmarky, if that makes sense. It I, was, I believe me, I know. It's a formula, and yeah. you know everything was there and love, and but it was 
absolutely boring beautiful no come on now here's a question did i'm almost positive i remember you watching the trailer on that was it the thing that Lindsay was a very rich woman but was given amnesia amnesia Uh and all that gee i wonder what goldie hahn movie oh overboard yeah Thievery, thievery, uh, thievery, thievery. It was better than Overboard, okay? You, you have not seen Overboard. Yes, I, I have. No, you have Okay, one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. i got to play a song here, but go ahead. All those Hallmark movies? Are terrible. Love them. Well, I tell you, this is how you find a man at Christmas. Get tired of the big city. Go home to your roots. Get a job at some stupid little grocery store, yarn world, something like that, and trip. When you trip yes. and you're lying on the ground staring at the floor going, I'm so unbelievably hot girl embarrassed. When you look up, there will be your guy. Your prince is there, huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. Aww. All right, we're talking about songs from movies that are spectacular. Uh, although I don't think the movie is all that wonderful, I get tired of it. However, I think the music from Danny Elfman is great. 1993, The Nightmare Before Christmas. What's this? What's this? Oh, it's so good. Jack Skeletor here on Rock School. song what's this what's this uh from nightmare before christmas my wife actually got herself a little bit of this cinnamon liquor which is not fireball this cinnamon liquor and then she began singing baby shots do 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 baby shots and that turned into mama shots mama shots and it's completely all gone all right i'm going to give you another one and you tell me what the song is 1949 neptune's daughter it was written by frank lozier i'm frank lozier not that guy Sung by Esther Williams and Ricardo Montalban and Betty Garrett and Red Skeleton. I don't know. Uh-huh. Don't really can't even do a guess? Um uh, Baby, it's cold outside. Oh, can you say that? Yeah. Well, I we did a whole show on the song. It's not it's not what people want it to be. I know. It was a cancel culture, what have you. I know. And you know, somebody got on to some social media and said, I shall make myself important. Oh, congratulations. You destroyed a song. Except the problem is it's like a two year old in a cookie jar. Uh-huh. Anytime cancel culture gets underway and you hear, Don't watch this. It's like telling a two year old, Don't put your hand in that cookie jar. 
It's the best cookie you've ever wanted in your life. And people do it without even knowing it. When I was a kid, when somebody told me not to do something, I had to do it just to find out what was going on. I know. You you know what? Every book somebody says to me, "Mm -mm, don't read that. It's awful. Got to read it. Got to read it. Got to read it. You know, there you go. Uh, hey, my name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Let's do this Christmas version of 7 Days and 70 Seconds. December 12th all the way through December 18th. Go, Tammy. A spree lead guitarist for Kiss is electrocuted by a poorly grounded wire. Wow. Yep, he suffered injuries but completed the concert. There's also stories. That happened in 1976, by the way. There's also stories, and I'd have to you know, talk to Ace to make sure it's right. The electricity blew through some of his fingers, opening them up. But hey, I can't imagine how painful that was. Oh, I can imagine. The show must go on. December 13th, 1999, BMI publishes their most played songs in music history. You've lost that love and feeling is number one. And oh, by the way, that was produced by Phil Spector. I'm just going to make a suggestion here. If you have HBO or HBO Go, there is now a multi-part documentary on Phil Spector, which is wonderful. It is good. It's it is good. Really good, and it's it's truthful. It, it does not do hero worship, and I think you really like it. Uh-huh. Okay, December 14th, 1977. Saturday Night Fever opens in theaters. December 15, 1974, Young Frankenstein opens in theater. And by the way, when Igor, not Igor, Igor says, walk this way, and then gives him the cane, and he literally follows with a hunched back, that was a movie that was being watched by the people in Aerosmith while they were recording. And that's where Steven Tyler's song, Aerosmith, Walk This Way, came from. December 16th, 1966, the first Jimi Hendrix single is released. Hey, Joe. September 17th, 1984, Run DMC's album. It debuts the first rap album to be certified gold. And December 18th, 1943, happy birthday, Keith Richards. He's 79 years old. No, he's not. Now, you were able to get the last one, but I'll give you another one. Uh Do you even know the movie about a boy? I saw it. No, well, Santa's Super Sleigh comes for it. But you mentioned from Holiday Inn, Bing Crosby, Marjorie Reynolds, and you sort of patted your chest and went, oh. Uh So let's do it. Here's White Christmas on Rock School. Say, I came out here for a job. Could you use me? Well, I might find a spot for you in my first show. What can you do? I sing a little and dance. (laughs) Couldn't guarantee any salary at first. Right now, I've got the ledger in an iron lung. I don't care if you pay off an eggs. Just give me a chance. Well, let's see what you can do. Thanks. Thanks a lot. You know, I've written special music for each holiday. This sort of gives me a chance to keep a little promise I made to myself. I said I was going to sing this song at the end tonight. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen And And may all your 
right, coming into the second break. Merry Christmas, by the way. Here, I bought this. There you go. It showed up on the radio show and podcast, so now I can take it off my taxes. It ain't cheap. Uh, it yeah. ain't cheap. Do you remember Scrooged? With Bill Murray. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's the Christmas story, obviously, but wicked dark. Apparently, and I don't know yet, I haven't seen it. Um, I, I think it's on one of the streaming services we don't have. Yes. It's it's Ryan Reynolds and who was Elf again? Who was the guy that was an elf? Your dude. Great. Thanks for throwing it back to me. <laughs> Yeah, the guy who was an elf. Apparently, they're doing something that's equivalent to it. God, I can see him in my head. Oh, you mean the SNL guy? Yeah, who did Elf. Mm-hmm. I'm dead in the water. Okay, carry on and we'll Honest think to goodness, of it. I'm inside of my brain, and it's a bare room Ooh. with a single bulb Get out. hanging from the bottom. Get Why out. can't I think of his name? Stop. Uh, it's going to drive me insane. Anyway, they're doing some kind of an equal to it. And, of course, everyone's going, oh, it's so spectacularly great. This is why I don't like Elf. Everybody loses their mind. Elf is the greatest Christmas movie? No, it's absolutely not. No, it's not. I will bet mm-hmm. if you haven't seen Krampus, you don't love it. Mm-hmm. It's where the eggnog is spiked and the, the heavy set ant shows up and says, where's the eggnog? I want to get married. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love uh, it. Yep. Have you ever heard of a Finnish movie? I've seen it called Rare Exports. Um, No, I haven't. No. Well, mm-hmm. Santa is not exactly merry inside of it. Uh, I know you've seen this one. Mel Gibson in Fat Man. Do you I remember don't remember that? that. Oh, you have to remember. Oh, I'm telling you, folks, please search out Fat Man. Is it called with Fat Mel Gibson. Man? Yes, it's called Fat Man. Mel Gibson is Santa Claus. I'm writing it down. And the United States government, you've seen it. I, I don't know remember you have. it, though. I'm old, the dude. United, I need to see it again. The United States government shows up to the North Pole and hires the elves to build weapons. It's it's a scream. I love it. And, and at the end, Gibson drinks... A, uh, a glass of milk that's meant to kill someone and finish it and goes, <clears throat> fentanyl. Well, he's Santa Claus. You can't kill him. It's fantastic. Uh, Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. That's with Billy Bob Thornton. Lauren Graham is uh-huh. in there. You know, be with me, Santa. Be with me, Santa. I know if you've seen it, that's not what she says. But watch Bad Santa. Do not watch Bad Santa 2. I am saving you from it. You finish Bad Santa 1 and you think, oh, it's the same cast, it, except Lauren Graham. It's going to be the greatest second movie it ever. Ain't. No, it, it falls ain't. off the cliff like Wile E. Coyote Why with that little is that? white. I don't know. I'm guessing it's the writing. They decided to go more, what's the word I'm looking for, um, conventional. Mm. Because Bad Santa was written just way out of nowhere. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And finally, here's another really dark Christmas movie, The Ice Harvest. Joan Cusack and uh, John Cusack, not Joan, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, they're trying to escape Wichita with a fortune in cash on Christmas Eve. And everything, it's called a farcical movie, everything that can go wrong does go wrong for them. I'll be honest, I haven't seen it. I took that straight from 
Uh, straight from the people at Screen Rants. Uh, I'm only pitching it because they had it listed high. I can see you writing it down. So one of these days soon, we will watch Probably the ice tonight. harvest. Absolutely. Okay. Who is listening to us on this here Rock School Radio show? W-Y-A-P, Clay, West Virginia. We're on the yap, Tammy. Yeah, we are. We're on the yap. Yep, that. Back here in a minute on Rock School. Coming out of the break, do you remember the Polar Express? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, you showed that to our kids a hundred times. They had to be deathly sick of it. No. You, you know don't think so? No. You know what I did? You don't remember, do you? I Apparently not. I don't know what you're talking about. First time they saw it. Yeah. I had their little chairs right in front of the TV. We bought these tiny little like, baby chairs. One third size chairs. My son had a recliner and it was a third size. My daughter had one that looked like Dora. Oh my god, it was so cute. Anyway. So you and I had already seen the movie. Oh yeah. So I had hot chocolate. That's right, you did. It, not not that hot to go in their little bitty hands, and the moment the guy said, "Let's make hot chocolate," right? I put that in their hands, and then I it was like a, a bell at the end. That's right, you had the little jingle bell. Yes. God, you're a good mother. I am. The big song from Polar Express, Josh Groban, believe. Do you even remember it? No. Nope. Neither do I. Do you remember a year? without Santa Claus, a Rankin-Bass production. No. Now, here's the thing. Uh, This is kind of the way I believe about that. People remember the shows. They don't remember the songs that and and associated with. Uh Uh-huh. But here's the thing. People will say, well, I kind of remember that until you go, I'm Mr. Snow Miser. I'm Mr. Cold. Yes. And then there was, I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. 110, right? Yes. That's probably not the correct lyrics, but that's what I think is still a, a fantastic song. Yeah. I'm going to play one more for you here. I'm going to talk about one more. There is a phenomenal song. I, I hate to admit how good Muppet movies actually no. are. It's one of those things where you watch it on Sesame Street and you see them and they're talking about today is being brought to you by the letter Z. Zebra. Zion. Zabadababadaboo. Uh, but when they create movies, there's so many wonderful little jokes Mm-hmm. For the parents. Right. And this Muppet Christmas Carol it, 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 from 1992, it's just, it's excellent. I don't know how to say it any different. The music and lyrics were written by Paul Williams. It was performed by a guy named Steve Whitmire. And it's one more sleep till Christmas. Aww. And I, you're looking at me like, I don't know what this is. You will. We've played this for the kids, uh, and it's it, it's just the Christmas equivalent to, um, was it Kermit? Uh-huh. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? I, I just think this is brilliant. One More Sleep Till Christmas from the Muppet Christmas Carol here on Rock School. There's magic in the air this evening, magic in the air. 
The world is at her best, you know, when people love and care. The promise of excitement is one the night will keep. After all, the feelings running deep. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas Day. All right, coming into the last break. Now, once again, I'm going to admit this. I'm going to admit this out loud. I love the movie Fred Claus. It, it may be my favorite Christmas movie ever. Yes, yes, I know, White Christmas and Bing Crosby and all that, but I still like Fred Claus. And after Fred saves the day, all of the people who made the toys, all of the elves gather round a gargantuan glass orb and they watch the children open the presents. And while that's happening, Sinead O'Connor, yeah, yeah, I know, Sinead O'Connor, she ripped up a picture of the Pope. Yes, she did. But she sings a version of Silent Night that is nothing short of haunting. And I'm going to wrap up the show on that. You okay with that? Absolutely. I say you okay with that. Who's you? What's your name? My name's Tammy Burns. I'm Joe Burns, and down here on the floor is the dog. I am stunned how quiet this dog is when we record these shows. Merry Christmas. Class is dismissed. Silent night.